Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. And good morning. Welcome to Your Money on 89.3 Money FM. Glenn Van Zutphen sitting in for Michelle today. When it comes to shopping, what kind of a shopper are you? Now, are you the kind who plans? long in advance ahead of shopping? Do you go out and shop without an agenda, maybe kind of on impulse when you see something that you like to buy? Uh, According to a study by the NUS Business School, there are 12 types of shoppers, with the most popular being the quote-unquote classic shoppers. And they are consumers who weigh different brands after purchasing uh, purchasing need arises before deciding on whichever brand they're going to buy. As consumers, what do we need to understand about our own personal shopping habits and how do we prevent ourselves from falling prey into retailers shopping tactics well let's speak with the man who led the study professor leonard lee from the nus business school good morning uh, professor lee how are you hey good morning Great to have you on uh, Your Money this morning. And, uh, you know, we've, of course, we are currently in the festive season, but the, probably the, the bulk of most of the shopping maybe happened in November and December before the Christmas holiday. But having said that, you've recognized that there are 12 types of shoppers. Uh, break those down for us. What do they look like? So some of the research that my colleagues and I have conducted has actually uncovered 12 very common types of uh, shopping. And so these shopping types, uh, you know, are typically associated with different goals, uh, different needs, different processes, and therefore uh, different journeys. So as you have mentioned, the most common type is the uh, classic uh, shopping journey. Typically, this shopping journey is a very linear process. So it starts with the initial awareness of a need, consideration of different brands and products, making a choice, and then uh, finally a purchase. But there are also other sort of types of shopping that we can identify with. Uh, So one of the common types is retail therapy. So we shop to feel better, to relieve and repair negative moods. There is also the entertainment shopping that we just shop simply for recreational purposes without any concrete goals. But there are also many kind of other types of shopping. For example, the opportunistic shopping journey where, you know, shopping is motivated by certain opportunities that are external environment, such as, you know, when we want to take advantage of a sale or when there is a launch of a limited edition product. There is also shopping that we call learning shopping, where you know, people just shop to learn about the latest trends in the marketplace, you know, such as what are the latest brands and products and whether there is a new store that is open on the blog. You talk about classic entertainment, retail therapy, opportunistic learning. All of these different types of shoppers actually serve a, an important need at, at the right time, right, for the right That's person. Right, yeah. And I see myself in all of these uh, different uh, scenarios, and I'm, perhaps many of our listeners do as well. But are there certain kinds of shoppers that we should try to avoid becoming? Are there ones that are maybe <laughs> not healthy or not, uh, you know, I don't know. Are there certain times we should avoid? As you said, you know, all these uh, different types of shopping journeys, we undertake them at uh, particular situations uh, at different times. So I guess in terms of, you know, which particular type of shopping journey you should avoid. So I suppose uh, you are thinking of, you know, particular types that make you more susceptible to unplanned buying or impulse buying, right? Those are certainly the ones that tend to cost us the most money, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that's right. So I would say, uh, for example, like the retail therapy journey. So that could be uh, somewhat risky or let's say the learning journey because these are shopping journeys that, you know, tend to be associated with impulse buying. 
point. Like for example, in uh, the the entertainment journey, so you tend to browse, you know, without any concrete plans, and because you are shopping for fun and for entertainment, so you might be more susceptible to sales because the ability to enjoy a good deal, you know, could actually be very tempting and could heighten the entertainment value that you obtain from shopping. Yeah, speaking with Professor Leonard Lee from the NUS Business School here in Singapore, talking about the different types of shoppers, in fact, 12 different types of shoppers. Professor Lee, do these types of shoppers differ whether they are online shoppers or physical store shoppers? Because I can kind of see how these might cross over into the digital space as well. So I agree totally. Yeah. So and our research has also shown that, you know, whether it's plus eight or learning or retail therapy or entertainment types of shopping could apply both in brick and mortar stores as well as online. So I guess there are, however, some differences across different channels of shopping. Mm. So, like, for example, if you are shopping in a store, you might be more susceptible to sensory factors and social factors. If you are buying online, you might do a, a little bit more price comparison because, you know, it's easy to just, you know, go to another website and check out, you know, what are the prices there. Sure. If you are in a store, you might be a little bit more susceptible to what we call the psychological pain of paying because, you know, you actually have to, you know, fork out cash or, you know, see your uh, credit card being swiped like, uh, <laughs> in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, online, you know, we're being bombarded with ads all the time based on our, exactly. our Google yeah. preferences and things we don't even know that we maybe looked at online. All of a sudden, we're getting ads for those things. So that would maybe go into the opportunity. <laughs> type things. And of course, marketers are, are getting uh, more savvy. Do they recognize these 12 types of shoppers and target us in certain ways with maybe different shopping experiences in stores or online based on these 12 types? I think to some extent, marketers you know, have done lots of research about you know, the needs of shoppers. I mean, they certainly try to kind of uh, influence shoppers to, uh, you know, to undertake one you know, type of journey mm. uh, versus another. And uh, as you said, a very good example is the opportunistic shopping, right? So, uh, so they try to make consumers aware of promotions and sales, you know, so that consumers, you know, might be tempted to buy. Yeah. Do these big sales like the Great Singapore Sale and, and other, you know, uh, maybe a Chinese New Year promotion or something, right. do these actually boost sales? Do these get people to, to go out and actually buy more? I mean, of course, we know about Black Friday and, and the different online uh, sales that have, have been hugely successful online. But do some of these more traditional sales still work? Do they get people fired up about going out and buying? I think they do, especially since uh, shopping is such a big part of our lives today. And I think uh, some of those sales do uh, offer genuine and good deals and promotions. And I think, you know, part of the experience of the, uh, you know, like in immersing yourself in the festivities is actually to spend and to buy for your friends. And there is also research that shows that, you know, when you spend money on others, you actually feel joy and happiness. Yeah. yeah. Finally, just to wrap up, how can we as consumers Make sure that we don't fall prey to uh, to retailers' antics. You know, getting us to spend unnecessarily is a is a shopping list the way to go. Or what what do we do to not get necessarily dragged into overspending right. or overbuying? Uh, you know, during this festive season or other uh, key points during the year. So there are several things that I can think of, one of which is that we should always remember that we should try to buy what we need and not what we want. Mm. Yeah. So there is this thing in uh, marketing research called the, uh, the functional alibi. 
So which means that, you know, sometimes uh, we want to buy something that we want, you know, but we try to justify or explain to ourselves that, oh, you know, that is really something that we need, you know, in order to justify. Right. So I think that's why, uh, you know, having a shopping list or setting a budget you know, could actually be helpful. So another research has actually shown that we tend to buy more when we are hungry. <laughs> oh, is that right? And I think the psychological reason is that you know, when you are hungry, you know, physical hunger can activate a biological motivation or a drive hmm. that actually makes acquisition much more attractive. So even if it is like not related to food. I guess the bottom line is don't shop when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good meal first and then go out, huh? Exactly. Very interesting. Professor Leonard Lee from the NUS Business School, thank you so much for being on Your Money this morning, talking to us about uh, the 12 types of shoppers and maybe a couple of tips for not falling prey to spending too much in this festive season. Uh, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.